Hey, welcome to A Few Minutes with the Coach. Back again with you. It's been a minute. Hope everybody's doing well. Most of all, I hope uh, everybody's staying safe during this pandemic. Washing your hands. Staying away from people. Wearing your mask. There's a hot button political issue right there, right? I just saw that the head person in charge calls himself a warrior because he won't wear a mask. There's a there's got to be a misnomer in there somewhere. Okay. But anyway, listen to a little bit of Gil Scott Heron. The revolution will not be televised, but it seems like it's being televised right before our very eyes. History in the making. History in the making. You know, we have up, upwards of almost 125,000 people have lost their lives because of this pandemic, which has been wholly mismanaged, in my opinion. And I know, you know, opinions don't mean squat, right? But, um, you know, if you lost somebody because of this, it kind of gives you, again, it gives you a pause. It's just crazy. Really don't know what to say about that. Sometimes I'm not at a loss for words, but I am looking for a brighter day. It would be nice to be able to go back and do the things that we used to do. I'm, I, you know, one of the things I like doing in the summer is I like to travel. But no travel in this summer. Um, you know, my daughter's down in Phoenix. Shout out to Anna B. Hope she's uh, staying safe, staying at home. I know that their like, uh, capacity of beds and hospitals is slowly reaching critical mass. That's kind of crazy. And then we're dealing with, uh, still dealing with the fallout from uh, the George Floyd murder case. And yeah, he was murdered. No question about that. Um, over this past weekend, I saw one story of a husband and wife lawyer team in St. Louis who came out of their house. And the husband had an AR-15, the wife had a pistol, and they were pointing those uh, firearms at peaceful passersby who were exercising their First Amendment rights to peacefully protest. Peacefully protest. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to say that again because that is not a misnomer. That is not a play on words. It is not an oxymoron or anything, any of those, any, anything of that nature. But they were pointing live firearms at peaceful protesters. And, you know, one would think it's bad enough with, you know, cops going off. And I want to make one thing perfectly clear. 
I am not anti-law enforcement. Known some great cops in my lifetime. Timmy Loomis was one of them, is one of them. Shout out to the big Timmer out there, wherever you are, brother. You know, but I wanted to read this for you. This is a quote from uh, Chris Rock. And it says, I know it's hard being a cop, but some jobs can't have bad apples. Everybody got to be good, like pilots. American Airlines can't be like most of our pilots like to land. We just got some bad apples that like to crash into the mountains. And lest anybody, you know, be inclined not to understand that that is satirical. And what is satire? A humorous look at a serious problem. And I think we do have some problems with law enforcement in this country. You know, on another note, we had a gentleman in Florida who accosted a black man in a housing development, accusing the black gentleman of not owning his house. And that kind of gives me pause, too, because here's the here's the thing, you know, why is black home ownership such a surprise to so many people? And, and, and I really do hope that you can read between the lines right there. It's just kind of crazy. They finally found out that the gentleman in Florida was a convicted felon. And yet, he's walking around with a loaded firearm. Which gives us, you know, which 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 is a segue into a whole another issue, you know, gun control in this, you know, nation, right? Why does everybody need a gun? I get the protection thing. But I don't know. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. And then we come to the controversy with our president. And that's kind of an irony in and of itself, right? Because when is, you know, when is the, you know, this president in particular, when has there not been a controversy? And, you know, again, that goes back to like whatever your politics are, which I really don't care. You know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody's entitled to support who they want to support. That's what the Constitution of the United States says, right? The preamble. All men are cre- are created equal, endowed by their created creator, entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, I think we got to place a caveat in there. Keeping in mind that, you know, when they said all men, they weren't referring to black men. And I think the other part of that is we have to remember the three-fifths compromise, right? If you know your history. Black people are equal to three-fifths of a person. 
So we weren't, you know, we weren't considered human. And when I say we, I'm talking about me and everybody else that looks like me. I'd like to give a shout out to Earl uh, Archie Champion up in the North Country up there. Zen Master, martial arts expert. My neighbor growing up and my friend to this day. Peace and blessings to you and your family up there, brah. I'm going to look you up when I'm coming up that way. But I want to get back to this Taliban Taliban controversy. So from, from the way I'm reading it, there was a bounty placed on the heads of American troops in Afghanistan. Now that bounty was placed on them by uh, the Tsar of Russia, Vladimir Putin. And that's a, uh, that's a, uh, you know, that's Donald's boy over there, you know, in Russia, right? You know, and from what I've seen over these past three and a half years, Donald might not believe anybody, but he believes uh, Vladimir. Now, a lot of people will tell you that Vladimir's got something on Donald. I don't know what it is. Maybe that's one of the reasons why Donald doesn't want to release his taxes. And that brings up another thing that's um, going to be coming down the, you know, coming down the pike in any, you know, at any day, any time now is a ruling from the Supreme Court on whether or not Donald's got to release his taxes. I had to pay my taxes. I'm sure you had to pay yours. And by the way, I didn't cheat on mine, which I've seen people do. I know somebody who lives around the corner from me. And uh, he had like two kids, but he claimed 12 on his tax return and got a whole boatload of money back. And from what I understand, he got away with it. So that's kind of, that's kind of crazy. And you got to wonder, you know, is, uh, you got to wonder how many people are taking their cues from the president. He gets away with it so I can do it too. And isn't that, um, doesn't that go back to, you know, the pandemic again, wearing a mask. And I hope in addition to washing your hands, keeping social distancing going on, staying six feet at least away from people, that you are wearing a mask, especially when you enter a public uh, venue. I was out doing the grocery thing today. Had my uh, gloves on, my mask, and uh, my hand sanitizer once I came out of the establishment. It's just a routine now. 
Can't get away with it. Can't, I mean, I'm sorry, you can't get away from it. But again, now I want to really delve, you know, deep into this um, Taliban thing. So I have a couple of questions. You know, number one, if in fact this is true, and, and, and see, this goes back to the, the daily White House briefing. And a lot of people, you know, uh, I don't know these people personally, but I do a lot of reading. And, um, my understanding is that... Uh, but this president really doesn't read the briefing. And if he did read the briefing, why didn't he do anything about it? Now, let's get, let's get real deep into it. If you, you know, and and anybody who's been in the service, and I served I served my three years, and you know, I I did my reserve time, you know, for a total of six years serve this country. I know a lot of people have. Lee Rogers, you know, shout out to Lee. Childhood buddy, I know he I know he um, serves his time too, but uh, nobody goes into the service trying to make your family a gold star family. But if that happens, you would think that you would be able to get the backing of the commander-in-chief, right? So now if this is true that he he was aware of this bounty on the heads of American men, men and women servicemen. Certain, I'm sorry, American service people, men and women, and he didn't do anything about it. Well, we got a real problem right there. You put your hat on that Bible, you know, when you're sworn in, it says to, de to, to defend the Constitution against foreign and domestic entities. Now, if he's in fact cozying up to Putin, Putin, that's a problem. That's a problem for you. That's a problem for me. That's a problem for our families. And then to turn around after that and say, hey, reelect me. You know, I've totally thrown the country into turmoil. And I'm going to read you something else. I posted this, you know, I saw somebody posted this and um, I reposted it, but it said, uh, it says Donald Trump is the virus that has infected the United States. And we all know that there's probably not going to be a vaccine for about four years. So maybe three and a half, right? That's how long it took for the polio vaccine. And that was through a lot of trial and error. And I know that there are at least 10,000 kids that um, were used as guinea pigs. And um, a lot of those kids, you know, ended up handicapped because of the trials. 
But again, it says Donald Trump is the virus that has infected the United States. The vaccine will be available on November 3rd. Vote blue. And I don't really care, you know, which way you vote as long as you vote. And the reason, you know, the reason I say that is because I know that, you know, again, there were a lot of people that looked like me that lost their lives, you know, trying to vote. And a lot of us have, you know, fathers who did serve in the armed forces, who served with distinction. We are proud citizens of this country. But there's only so much you can put up with. You know, I know the Bible says somebody clocks you, you know, you're supposed to turn the other cheek, you know, but I'm going to tell you, you know, you get clocked, it hurts, right? And, and, And when I say clocked right now, I'm using that as a metaphor. You know, you can only clock me so many times, you know, before I'm going to, you know, try to, you know, I don't know if retaliate's the right word, but uh, I'm, so, I'm going to come back stronger than ever. This is a song by Robin Trower right here. It's called The Fool and Me. I'll give you three guesses to who the fool is. So anyway, one other thing I've been thinking about is uh, going back to school. And I know that's a that's a, that's what I call a two for problem, right? A two for problem because because number one, you know, well, if the kids are in school from eight till three, then that makes it easy for you know makes it easier for a lot of the parents to work. But my second question is, at what cost? At what cost? Because, again, I think nationally, we got a lot of people that aren't so sure that they really want to send their kids back to school. As an educator myself, yeah, I want to go back to school because I miss my students. But I want to go back to a safe environment. You know, um, the president held a rally in Tulsa a week ago or so. And I know one of the things, you know, he did that really blew my mind was um, he had he had anybody that was going to go into the arena sign a sign a a waiver that if they contacted COVID-19, they would not sue the president. And I know that um, for for one, with with us trying to go back to school, and I know, you know, if there's a lot of kids like myself and some of the people I grew up with, one of the reasons I was in school is because I wanted to play sports. And that was one of the reasons that I did just enough to get by in school. I regret that. And I regret a lot of things. And if I had a chance to do it over, I probably would have done it different. 
but I know that um, in order to work out, um, we're going to have kids signing waiver, waivers to be able to play. That is a scary proposition. That is a scary proposition. And you know, <laughs> that's just scary because a lot of you guys, you know, we're the same age, and you know, but your kids are all grown up, right? I got, I got young kids, right? And I know that they're going to be playing. And I'm not sure I want to sign a waiver. You know, but I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. So there's such a, just such a hodgepodge of stuff going on, man. Like I said, you know, we, we are all eyewitnesses to history. You know? But the thing is, do you worry about, you know, do you worry about our country? I'm worried about it. Taking you way back right here with this tune. And I think this is pretty appropriate. Is our country slipping into darkness? I don't know. I always think that our best days are ahead of us. But can we get through it till November? And even if we get through it, you know, what, what are we going to have to deal with? Are we going to have to deal with voter suppression? Like what happened in Georgia, right? Should you have to stand in line for eight hours just to cast your vote? You know, I looked up, you know, I was reading the paper today in Kentucky. They threw out, you know, 5,000 or so um, absentee vote by mail ballots arbitrarily, which basically means, you know what, whoever was counting the votes, you know, maybe they just threw it out because the name sounded too ethnic. I don't know, but I believe it could happen. So are we going to be dealing with that in November when, when we come up on um, when we come up on the next presidential election? Man, there's a lot to think about. Like Gil Scott said, man, the revolution will not be televised. But you know what? We're in a revolution right now, man. Dealing with it every day. Every day. But what can you do? You can roll over or you can keep fighting, right? Keep doing the right thing. You know? One of the things I've been trying to do is... Uh, I'm trying not to get into back and forths with people on Facebook anymore because I know, you know, number one, I'm not going to convince them of anything, you know, it's just like they say, you can believe what you want to believe, 
Everybody's got a right to be free. But you don't have to live like a refugee. Tom Petty, rest his soul, you know? He was right on. You know? What's going to happen, man? What's going to happen? You know, the polls, the polls say that, uh, you know, Vice President Biden's up right now. But I know about four years ago, we didn't think that he could, you know, that he could win either. And we know Russia interfered with the election. I don't know, man. This kind of blows my mind. Sometimes it feels like your head's going to explode, man. You know? But here we are. 2020, July 1st. The United States of America. And you know, and you know what one of the craziest things is, and I read this the other day too. People are still breaking their necks and losing their lives to get to the United States. Because over here you can be whatever you want to be. And you can't say that in a lot of communist countries, right? You know? Only other guy that I can compare Trump to would be the you know Bolsonaro, you know, over in Brazil. Looks like he didn't lost his damn mind over there too. But they're dealing with the, you know, very dark ethnic type of population also. And that's one of the things I've read, you know. One of the reasons that the pandemic really doesn't bother um, Trump is because, you know, people, you know, a lot of people of color are dying, right? You know, and could be, but what can you do? Well, one of the things you can do and I'll tell, and I'll say this to anybody who will listen: is you can go vote in November, and you can get your butt over to the post office right now and make sure that you're registered, right? So you don't have to. So, so they can't try to play the okie doke on you, you know, when November comes, right? Which, uh, which happens to a lot of people more than I think we know. Especially when you're in a state the size of Georgia, and they close, you know, all but six. Uh, polling places and they come up with some cockamamie excuse as to why they have to you know uh, close the polling places I think it's pretty obvious I don't know man. it's crazy well coming down to the end of this uh Fast moving half half an hour. All I can you know really tell you is I was really glad to be with you once again. You know, um, and we'll have to see where it goes. But until then, you know, I would just like say, hey man, try to stay safe. Try to do the right thing. Talk to people. Don't talk at people. Open the door for somebody. Do something nice for somebody. You'll feel good about yourself, you know, and um, live and laugh, man, because uh, it's crazy out there, man. 
And I know, you know, one of the things is that, uh, you know, we won't be able to do a lot of the, you know, traditional stuff we do. I'm going to be glad this weekend, you know, just to be able to break some bread with some of the family members. And, you know, I hope that uh, last, you know, I, I got to say this real quick, you know, last year, uh, my uh, my neighborhood looked like Beirut, right? You know, because of all the fireworks, and, you know, I know the, the police department's done a pretty good job of uh, quelling that, so I hope they keep the lid on it this year, you know, but I know there won't be any fireworks shows, so we'll just have to go from there. So the time has come today. Time has come for me to almost make my exit. So you've been listening to a few minutes with the coach. Just uh, waxing poetic on all kinds of topics. Just one man's opinion. You can get me on Facebook if you want to let me know what you think. And we'll go from there. I'm just going to ask that everybody stay safe. Keep washing your hands. Use your, use your mask when you're out in public. Be good to your family. Hug and kiss your kids. Even though they drive me nuts sometimes. And I'd like to, you know, give a shout out to my wife, Maria, for sticking with me through thick and thin. And uh, God bless you all, man. And uh, still a great country. Let's go to the polls in November. Get this thing on the right track again. Everybody be cool, right? Peace and blessings from the coach. I'll see you on the next go-round. Out.